Hey listeners, and welcome to Squeezing the Orange of Social Science, a podcast co-hosted by myself, comedian Akin Omobitan, and Professor Dan Cable. In each episode, the two of us review, peer-reviewed, and publish social science papers, and we squeeze out the best parts so that you, the listener, don't have to sift through pages and pages of academic literature. What's up, Dan? Hello, Akin. Do you ever listen to a car commercial, and at the end, they say all those really fast words to kind of limit their liability. Yes. That's what I felt like I did at the beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a job. May cause disturbances. Some side effects. Supply yeah. thing. So, yeah, like, side effects. That sort include. of voice. <laughs> exactly. That whole thing. <laughs> oh, what fun we're going to have today. Um, I'm so glad that we're covering this one. Same. What, um, what, what, what would you say about it at the top end before we kind of dive in and put it all together and tell everybody? You, any, what do you think about covering Facebook and, and, uh, and their tyranny? Okay, so off the top, I'm, I'm gonna, someone's gonna get called a loser today. Someone is. I've read this study in depth. I have taken notes. Someone's getting a loser award. 100. <laughs> Percent. I think I know who it is already. <laughs> okay. This is um, an article called Facebook's Emotional Consequences, Why Facebook Causes a Decrease in Mood and Why People Still Use It. And this is by Christina Sagligo and Tobias Gretemeyer. And this was published in um, it's Computers and Human Behavior. Computers in Human Behavior. That's the name of this That's journal. the name of this journal. Computers see, you see, listeners, have you ever come across a loose copy of Computers <laughs> Computers and what? Oh, computers in. Computers in. in. Hu- okay, we, we are now, mm. everyone's waiting for, mm. like, singularity, for artificial. We're dead. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's and happening. for what it's worth, this is the 35th issue of this journal. Oh, so, so it's going it, strong. Yeah, it's it's happening. People are like, give us more. I keep this one right beside the bed. Yeah, yeah is this uh, right beside stuff. your uh, your your penis? Oh, <laughs> 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 behave! I tell you what, actually, Dan, I did a little bit of digging after reading this because, like, because we always want to shout out. We always want to shout out the authors. <sighs> Guess what, Dan? Christina yeah. and Tobias, neither of them are on Facebook. <gasps> Neither of them oh, are on Twitter. Good research. Neither of them are on Instagram. They live and die by this. Yes. <laughs> they 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 produce this and and I also heard that a lot of these top uh these top CEOs for like Microsoft, Facebook, Instagram, a lot of them they don't let their kids use um the platforms. Well. I've heard about this. They they they've got insights because we've got insights because we use it. We also have additional insights because we've read this study. But the people who are working in it, they don't let their kids have this stuff. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? Very. They know the health warnings. They don't need me to read them. And, and what's additionally fascinating is social media itself. So Facebook, at the time of recording, we're in 2019 now. I think Facebook's like 10 or 11 years old. Facebook's still new. Like, it's still very new. Social media is still yeah. a very new phenomenon. We're the guinea pigs. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You know what else is new? Phones. You yeah. Know, it's pretty interesting just to remember, when I moved to London, that would be... Immediate tangent, listeners. Oh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Should we stay focused? <laughs> nah. nah, forget about it. <laughs> the listeners love this stuff. There weren't um, there weren't smartphones yet. That's kind of interesting. Um, I did a little research on my own, uh, not to out strip your research which is excellent 
2.7 billion people use Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, or Messenger each month. 2.1 billion people use it every day. Wow. I use Facebook daily. Unique users. You know, there's only about 7 billion on the whole planet. So just to put that in perspective, they, on that one app, have access to a huge percentage of all humans. The internet, okay, let's just keep tangenting before we fully... The internet is this phenomenal, it is like it is phenomenal, but what we use it for is probably a testament that we're not ready for it. Yes. Like a lot of the things that I get sent through WhatsApp, a lot of the things that I see on Facebook, it's like we are, I'm not going to say it's a cry for help, but it's it's like we've given a kid a, <laughs> what have we given a kid? It's like we've given a kid a MacBook Pro. And he's just chewing like a two-year-old, just chewing the corner of this. Pe- That's how I feel. He doesn't know how to use it. Doesn't know how to yes. use it. A lot of the because when we when we start oh, diving into funny. this study, which we're gonna do eventually, we promise. We promise. <laughs> we promise. We are going to dive into this study. But when we get into it, a lot of the revelations in it, I kind of feel like anecdotally, people kind of know this and they're aware of this. Mm. But there seems to be something highly addictive and compulsive about social media where we're not able to just be a bit like, you know what, I'm all right. Yeah. And so maybe that's actually some of the value of studies like this. And I mean this genuinely. It's If it's the case that it is captured, you know, it's locked in 25% of the human population on a daily basis, you know, if you kind of think of it that way. And we all have this sense that it isn't making the world better. That is a really interesting question about human behavior. Something is, if not broken, it's unpredictable about that. And in these studies, which there's three actually, the first one says, the more you use it, the less good your mood is. It's not a perfect way to gather data and we'll tell you more about that. Second one is, if you make people use it, if you literally don't ask them how much have you used it, but you say you're going to go and do that now, that makes their mood worse. And then they say that the time they used is not meaningful, that it is a waste of time. Yeah. The people who make use it say, oh, that's because it was a total waste of my time. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third study, they just asked a load of people, do you think – it's going to make you feel better or worse. They're like, oh, definitely better. And that's what I found. The, that was for me. That was the biggest revelation from this study. So if we if we flip this and we do it in reverse, uh, or at least mm, just a little mm, bit in reverse, mm. for me, the biggest finding in this, and I learned a new term as well, which um, I, I love doing. Uh, so let me just quickly <laughs> shuffle down my uh, my pages and pages of notes. So it's this idea about um, this forecasting error. Yes. Um, and so the correct term for it is, what is the correct term? Is I it think just, forecasting is it, just, is it just a forecasting error? I, yeah. I think it might be. Yeah. Um, what, what I love about that, and I'm going to let you run with it, but it is this awesome bias. In our, like, we think, for example, that more choice would be better when the social science clearly has shown that is not true. Behavioral Economics 101, three choices is more than enough. 
10 makes people less happy. And then once they make the choice, they're less happy with what they chose. Totally. <laughs> and that's, and, uh, yeah, so if we, so this, um, this forecasting error is, is what's happening is we believe that by spending time, and we're going to, we're going to stay explicitly on Facebook. This is a social media thing, but the study was explicitly about Facebook. And I believe it was in study number two, where they isolate the Facebook effect explicitly. Is even number one or number two. Um, but what's fascinating is people believe that if I just dip in to Facebook, that's going to make me feel better because there's this kind of like, I'm going to call it like a faux connection. So we seem to believe that by going on there, we're going to see what people are up to. We're going to see all of these nice pictures. We're going to see these motivational quotes. We're going to feel better about ourselves where the reality is that we actually end up feeling worse because what's happening is the things that we see that we like, we then become envious of those things. And then also when we're done on Facebook, we then realize that voluntarily, like no one's held a gun to our head, voluntarily, we have wasted our own time. Yep. Yep. There's a it's couple like, of really nice elements you're bringing up there. One of it is this, you know, you said faux connectivity. I like that concept a lot because this is where we have to actually give Facebook some props and we have to give them some space. Right now, I know it's real fun to vilify space, you know, Facebook. All they did is create a way that humans can connect, right? And that on its face, that sounds nice. It doesn't sound like an evil thing. I don't think that when they invented it, they were out to trap people by hijacking their dopamine systems. Mm. You know, I, I don't think that was Zuckerberg's thought. Like, hey, I got this business concept where... We're going to get like 25% of the whole world to use this because we're going to make it seem like they're going to get all this like instant connection. I don't think it was like that. I think, but then once it's been put out there, we expect it to feel really good, but it somehow isn't just, it's not enough. It, in, in, the, in the one study, and we're going to get there, they actually had a control condition where they had people just search the internet. You just surf. Yeah. And in that one, it didn't happen. They actually were happier when it was done, and they thought it was more meaningful. So it's not the internet. It has something to do with what you expect out of the social media interaction. Yeah. Where it sounds really good in advance. Like people are like, oh, yeah, they will totally love doing that for 20 minutes. And yet in another study, it completely shows that you don't think it was a good use of your time at all. Totally. And I love that. I think, again, you and I often say this. That's what's cool about science. You just wouldn't know otherwise how bad it makes people feel. <laughs> totally. So if we, if we jump into study one. Yeah. So uh, in study one. Uh, so what's, what's happening here then in, uh, in study one? Okay. So this is one where they simply assess how much social media people reported using facebook in particular they reported using and then they just measured their mood and to be honest from a research perspective it's a pretty low level study it's you you cannot assert causality because it could just be that people are really unhappy go and use facebook because they think it's going to cheer them up yeah there's that's that's complete causality problems but you know if we just walk the listeners through the thing they basically went and said like how much of this did you 
uh, do and then fill out this survey using a validated scale. Um, how afraid are you? How upset are you? How nervous are you? How scared are you? And so on. They ask these questions and on a validated scale and they just show that there is a statistically significant, pretty substantial negative correlation between those two. And yeah, what's important about the, so they were asking these questions, but these questions were asked immediately after people were using Facebook. So they'd somehow managed to access something in Facebook where uh, users had this option of engaging in this questionnaire. So it was while they were active. So this wasn't lab conditions. This was like real people living their day to day and then they get a pop up on the screen. Would you like to kind of complete this, uh, this form or this questionnaire? Dot, dot, dot. Fantastic. And then it's recording how they're feeling directly after using Facebook. What's also interesting is, um, they were asking about the range of time that people spend on Facebook. And this is the first loser award because <laughs> there were people who were reporting spending up to 120 minutes a day on Facebook. Hey, guess what? That's two hours, people. If you're on Facebook actively, I'm not talking about you just haven't logged out. I'm talking about if you are sat on Facebook actively for two hours of your day on a regular basis, you're getting the first loser award. Get up and do something. Go to the park, have a walk, make yourself an omelette, like buy some ice cream. There's Netflix on the same machine. Jump on Netflix and like binge watch a TV show. There's documentaries. There's like... Do like do not sit on I don't do not sit on Facebook for two hours of your day. If you've got an iPhone, you're fortunate enough to have they've got like this um this app which lets you know how much yes. time you spent on yes. your phone. Yes. But it it also break it down to what apps you're spending too much time on as well. Right. So the app will let you know about how much time you're spending on apps. Listeners right now, go see hours, what your numbers are. Go go look at it. It's almost like the little app that counts how many steps you took. Yeah. And we use that as like a sign or an index of winning that day. Like totally. if you got your 10,000 steps. If you are clocking two hours, it's a sign that you're losing. You're losing. I'm you're sorry. addicted you're, and you're yeah. losing. And the average was 12 minutes, just yeah. to kind of put it in perspective. In this study, the range was zero, smart person maybe, up to 120, biggest loser, and the average was 12 minutes. And all they did in this is they said, let us correlate the number of minutes that you used it with the mood. Totally. So it's a really simple study and it has huge um, flaws. You know, if this was the only thing they did, it wouldn't have ever been published and so on. And um, and just be- just yep. while you're kind of building yep. on that thought as well, just to jump in. So what they did fa- find in study one is that the more time that you spend on Facebook the lower your mood is immediately after. So if you're chilling on your work commute and I don't know what it's like for you guys, but I'm just going to, I'm going to open Facebook. I'm going to open Twitter. I might sling someone a good morning on WhatsApp. Uh, I'm going to jump through like, you know, Instagram, you know, I'm going to see what's popping. I'm going to see what's popping. That's cool. You know, I could be reading a book. I could be doing a bunch of things, but it's my morning. I'm chilling. (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to do. Everyone else has got their face in their phones. Why not me too? Let me see what's, so exciting on this iPhone of mine. That's chill, right? If you just just chuck it, you know, you're just chucking in a few times, just like connecting with people. So that's all good, man. That's all good. But the longer this, the research suggests, the more time that you spend on it, the lower your mood is immediately after it. So if you've got a half an hour commute and you spend half an hour of that on Facebook, yeah. trust me, you're getting into work in, uh, in a bit of a stinky mood. Here's something really interesting, not only about, this study, but about life in general. 
starting with life in general, there's been research already, not this one, that has showed that using Facebook and using social media in general leads to loneliness, uh, feelings of envy, um, feelings of less social capital, social capital meaning like I'm an important part of my social network, okay? For some reason, this particular study only focused in on the bit about meaning, how how the activity of being on Facebook isn't meaningful. I wonder if we could talk a little bit about why you think or why we think they focused in on this low meaning and not things like envy or lower self-esteem or like worse social network. You know, um, what do you reckon? There's, there's a clue in the study. And in the study, they, they link meaningfulness to well-being. And so my understanding is it, of it is if you're engaged in a whole bunch of activities that don't bear any meaning to you, that's going to have a negative effect on your well-being. Because yep. life is it's a finite resource. Like, when, as they say, like, we ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. What's <laughs> up, man? Like, don't spend that good time on Facebook. <laughs> like, go ask someone out, man. Take someone for ice cream. Like, <laughs> live your life. Live your life, man. All of those, fa- all of those pictures that you're oh, clicking on. Awesome. Go, go ask that person if they want to have a coffee, man. And if it's weird, if you've got someone who you've got, like your Facebook friends with and you would feel uncomfortable asking them if they wanted to grab a coffee and a catch-up, you probably don't really need to be Facebook friends with them. And then furthermore, you don't necessarily need to unfriend them, but do you do, do you really need to be sitting on Facebook for up to two hours liking and looking at and obsessing over a bunch of lives that are connected to people where your only real connection with them is through a friend request? That's not really a good use of time. That's like, that superficial. Yeah, man. That's your that. folks, like your folks are like your folks are like getting old. They're like you know they're getting old. They're like you know they're getting tired. They're getting a bit more frail. Go pay them a visit. Give them a call. <laughs> I know how uncomfortable this it is. This really got you upset. Oh I man, it. I do like it. Oh man, because I was off Facebook for about two years. There was a two-year period that I was off Facebook for different reasons. Uh, I okay, so let me let me be a bit transparent. <laughs> Should we get in there? I went off Facebook for two years after a breakup. And I was like, not only do I not want to see anything that my uh, former girlfriend is posting, I also don't, because we had friends in common as well. So I don't want to then see what they're getting up to with her. And so, and then when I then expanded that, I was a bit like, well, why do I want to see, because everyone's always posting like the good stuff or they're posting the bad stuff for attention. If something bad is happening in your life and you post that on Facebook, mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're actively trying to resolve the problem. It sounds more like you're looking for sympathy. So I, I was then at a point where I was a bit like, I don't want to sit down on Facebook and then hear that someone's bought a house, um, someone's on holiday, someone got a promotion. And I'm just down in the dumps because I'm single and lonely. I'm not sitting on this thing for two hours a day. No, man. I'm going to go, I'm going to take myself to Uniqlo, H&M, Top Man. I'm going to buy some new shirts, some cologne. I'm going to get a haircut. I'm going to hit these streets, You're to get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to get ready, man. You're up your game. Get back in fighting shape. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I need to start curling and pressing exactly. again, man. Work those Yeah, let these streets muscles. know what's up, man. I'm back on the market. <laughs> I'm not sitting on Facebook, <laughs> wasting my life away. Oh, my God. Oh, what was this even is the just, question? Before? This is beautiful. <laughs> well, 
let's take it back to we have done a couple of episodes about how important meaning in life is and how That's humans look for purpose in our activity. So I totally am with you and I definitely believe that the more meaningful activity – that you do, the more um, happy you'll be with your own life. So that's really right. What Christina and Tobias did that I wondered about was they necked down all the possible reasons into just that one. And what I would have loved to have seen as we move into the second study um, is a look at the relative reasons for that unhappiness because envy also makes mm. people unhappy. It, that's an unmeasured variable. They just They didn't take a look at that one. Yeah, I think study three dips into that a little bit because in study three, they don't answer that question. But in study three, they do talk about this idea of if you ask people why they're using Facebook, if you ask them why, they're going to give you answers. But the research conducted prior suggests that those answers are going to be devoid of all of the negative things. So they're going to put aside all of the envy, all of the meaninglessness, and they're going to, they're going to see it as like a utility thing. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be like, well, why do I use it? And so I think if you, if I think if, I think for the researchers, if it's difficult for them to find out why people do use it, I think there's other questions where it then becomes a bit more difficult to kind of get that honesty, I guess, out of people. That's really interesting, actually. It's interesting that in our own brains, I'm reading this book right now called Why Buddhism is Right. Ooh. <clears throat> and a lot of what this book does is it helps us understand our lack of access to our own reasons for doing things. Mm. Because so much of what we do is unconscious and emotionally driven. And when we catch ourselves doing things that are emotionally driven and we're asked, why are you doing that? We make up a logical reason and we believe it. Totally. So like – with people, this sounds horrible. There's some people that have this split brain where what kind of connects the different parts of the brain has been ruined. Okay. It's completely broken. And so they can show the left hemisphere of the brain a message and they can show the right part of the brain, the right hemisphere of the brain, a different message. And so like they'll show the left one, get up and walk. So the person will start walking, then they'll say, like, why are you walking? And it's the right hand that has to answer the question. Yes. And it makes up a reason, like, I just wanted a soda. <laughs> oh, no. I, and they believe it. It's really horrible. But that's how we all are. That's how we are. And we've been we, given. We just make up, like, almost like, almost like a press secretary that has to make sense of the bullshit that you did. Yeah. Like, you went off and you did a bunch of weird stuff. You don't know why. And now we got to make some sense of that. Dude, it's so much like kids. It's like when kids are doing some, like, dumb stuff, they're just having fun. Like, they're just acting on impulse. But then if you ask a kid, yo, why are you climbing on my sofa? The kid's going to be like, oh, I wanted to get something. But it's like, no, I was just having a good time. Here's one. This is the truth. I used to bite my nails. Still do, actually. It got bad enough and low enough and bloody enough that the doctor at one point asked me, why do you bite your nails anyway? I go, because I'm hungry. (laughs) I swear to God that happened because my kid brain was like, it must be because I'm hungry. Like, that's the best I could come up with under that. 
And it's such a funny thing that when you're using Facebook, let's say that the real reason is because you're getting little dopamine hits because it's new information. And that new information gives you this little, you know, our ancestors would have really sought out new information because it would have saved lives and so on. And then now, you know, our ancestors didn't know there was this thing called social media coming along that was going to constantly tickle your new information file. And so our body just does it because we're addicted, but then we need a reason. Yeah. So we're like, because I get to keep close relationships with my friends. Yeah. So it's hard to dispute it. And on that dopamine as well, which you you rightfully bring up, it's with Facebook, what's interesting is it isn't just a new information. Facebook has likes. There's likes and comments. So if I post something, there's a likelihood that someone's going to hit like or someone's going to comment on it. And I get a rush because it's like I'm not being ignored. Yeah. It's like if you walk into a room and there's 50 people in the room and you're like, hey, what's up, peeps? And everyone ignores you. You're like, I might not go yeah, back into yeah, that room right. again. But if you go into yes. a room and there's 50 people yes. and as soon as you just pull the door handle, everyone turns in that direction. And as you open it, they're like, hey, Akin, <laughs> get in here, man. I'm going to feel yeah, like, oh my I'm God, going I'm there more. Yeah, I'm going there I'm, more. Yeah, I'm going into that room every day, man. I'm going to spend two hours in that room. Like, <laughs> maybe people who are spending two hours a day on Facebook, maybe their Facebook is just more popping than mine is. Ooh, yeah. That's such a great, although they're not very happy. <laughs> they're, not, they're not very happy. The, the data show that it isn't working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. One last thing before we leave study one. Why did they just study the Germans? Did you notice that? I, I noticed that they studied like German because I was going to ask because they yeah. they studied like it was about like a hundred and something. Yeah, so it was like a hundred and so, what was it a hundred and twenty three German speaking yeah. Facebook users. I wonder what's up with I'm that. not entirely sure why they went to Germany for it. Um, but you've ran studies, Dan. Is is hundred is hundred and twenty three? Is that a decent sample size? I'd say size? it's enough. It's enough. Yeah, okay. I mean, certainly what you're looking for is the size of the correlation in this case. So you're just trying to see a is more using Facebook happier or sadder? Okay. What direction is the correlation? And B, how big is that correlation? In this case, it was 0.24, meaning that the more you used Facebook, the less happy your mood was at 0.24, which is a correlation coefficient that says it's not good, but it's not linear and bad. It's not as though, you know, like 0.7, 0.8 would mean for every minute you use, you're sinking into depression. You know, it's not like that. This is kind of loose. It even means, this correlation even means that there's loads of people that use it for an hour and they're still fine. Yeah. It's a downward trend. That's the sort of general information here. Now, with that sample size, what they're really looking for is how sure are we that that's not just due to chance? So they're yep. totally able to say that it's negative and it is not just chance. It is clearly definitely a trend and it's about 0.24 and negative and so on. So, you know, from my, from my, my, my sort of science-y perspective, by using a validated scale, by looking at actual Facebook use right before filling out that scale, um, it's actually a pretty reasonable size. It's not a terrible size. And the immediate thing that your brain should be asking, though, is – it might just be that people that don't aren't in good moods try to use Facebook as like a palliative, <laughs> as like a way to like brush up my mood or whatever. And that's why they jumped into study two then. So should we kind of some transition then? Do you like that? <laughs> that was slick, man. I actually I was, I I was watching. I was that. like, this guy. <laughs> this is why I, I see teamed what he's up. Doing that's why I teamed up with him. <laughs> that guy's got moves. That was slick, man. <laughs> I bet he teaches. 
with that kind of with that kind of talking game, I bet he gets up in front of people and talks a lot. <laughs> Oh, wow. You used some big words there that did go over my head. Palliative. Um, so the, the big question, the big question in study two is, does Facebook dampens one's mood or does a bad mood encourage Facebook activity? How about that? That's pretty juicy. I like it too. That is pretty juicy. And again, bringing up the sort of beauty of science, I think those are really valid alternative explanations. I, I think in today's world, the idea that when you're feeling a little low, you might go look at your past accomplishments to kind of boost yourself up a little bit and feel yep. good about that. And I think that it is not unreasonable to assume that, like, it's not that when you use Facebook, it makes you feel crap. It's when you feel crap, you're like, what are my friends are doing? I want to get in touch with my friends right now. I need my friends. You know, that is totally, totally viable, except it's not true. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I can see without even diving further... <laughs> Do, if you're in a bad, do not go on Facebook if you're not feeling too. I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly why. Because all of those friends, yeah, that you want to see how they're getting on, you're gonna realize that oh, these guys were out partying Friday night. I ain't get no invite. Oh, they went out for brunch and there was a group of them. No one invited me to brunch. Hey, they've all started rock climbing in East London. How come they didn't? I tell you why no one invited you because you're always in a bad mood, and every time we invite you anywhere, you just sit in the corner Look on at your phone, Facebook. scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> no more invites for you. You haven't yes asked me yet if I use Facebook. I know already. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, so you're not on. Why? Why aren't you on Facebook? When we though? first moved to London, um, Alice and my lovely and talented wife went on Facebook quite a bit. And was kind of tracking our life in North Carolina. And as you say, seeing what our friends were doing. And it didn't seem to put her in a very good mood. Mm. And I got to watch that kind of third hand and decide, ah, that doesn't seem like it's working. That doesn't, that at the minimum, she's not coming out of that room happy. Yeah. And it seemed like it was holding her to an identity or something that wasn't uh, live. You know, it wasn't happening. So... I think that was really strong for me. And I think that another thing that can sometimes happen is if you see somebody, you know, this isn't just Allison, using social media a lot or being on their phone a lot, and you just gently bring that up. Say, yeah, you sure you ought to do that? Yes, I should. You know, it's sort of like a, I know that with me, if I'm using WhatsApp, which I do too much, and somebody says, why don't you join the real conversation, like the one here in the room? I get a little bitchy about that. I feel you. It's well, I'm doing this right now. Thank yeah. you. I just let me finish this up. Let me, and I can hear in my own voice that it's not my best self. It's like I'm with that person right now. If you're just, <laughs> I mean, I know you're in the room technically, but I'm not here. I'm there, and I know that feeling of emotional attachment where you don't really want to be told to come back. That's a really, really strange phenomenon. So I think that I can get sort of in touch with this more through the WhatsApp, which I think is also a Facebook application. So, you know, mm. isn't it? Let's take a quick look here. Uh, uh, I think I think, yeah. I think Facebook owns WhatsApp. WhatsApp, yeah, Instagram, what? and Messenger. Oh, they are bossing it. Man. That's pretty gangster. Did they corner the market? Yeah, that's pretty gangster to just be like, you know what? We're going to have it all. It's like we can't give it to you all. No, 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 no. When I say we're going to have it all. Here's several billions of dollars. Give them to us. <laughs> we'll have it. We'll have them all. Thank you. Like, <laughs> that is so gangster. Like, I don't even have, like, when I go to Itsu, 
Like, I go to Itsu at like 8.30 p.m. when all of the sushi is half price. And I still have oh to um and ah as to whether or not I, I want a certain it. dish. I love that. Zuckerberg's like, I'm going to just buy the whole, the whole chain. I'm going to just, you know what? I'm going to buy Itsu and I'm going to get, I'm going to fly a chef from Japan to roll my sushi oh for me. Oh my gosh. People are really watch, living different lives you to ever, me. Do you ever watch old movies? We're like... A big roller, a kingpin will walk into a bar and order a drink and say it'll be like five quid. He'll give him a ten and say, get something nice for yourself. You can almost imagine Zuckerberg <laughs> buying Instagram. They want a billion four. Give him a billion eight. Give him the, you know what? Go get yourself a jet. Yeah. I just, I don't have the time to negotiate right now. So if we just throw, just throw... Just throw an extra four hundred million on it, and just, just like, it's just, done. yeah. Let's just, you know what? <laughs> Should we talk about this, study? Uh, you know what? This is probably the most tangents. We, I really do hope the listeners are kind of like getting at the point. Oh so God. the second loser awards uh, oh goes God. to in in the second study they surveyed oh uh, two hundred and sixty three English speaking participants, right, right. and it goes for a modest monetary compensation. Compensation, and let me tell you why. This 263 people are getting the loser award. <laughs> they were paid to spend 20 minutes either on Facebook, on the internet, or doing nothing. 20 minutes of their time. Guess how much that was worth? <laughs> 30 cents. 30 cents. 30 cents. Man, you know what? Like, I, cause like the part of this po- uh, podcast, we do want to encourage people and let them know some great insights. Oh Every once in a while, I'm going to get a bit preachy, man. So this is actually really good. You're bringing this up. It does impugn the data a little bit because you do have to ask what, A, how representative is the person Mm. that would spend 20 minutes of their time doing something? What are you going to do with, and like, it's not even in cash, like, because this was all done online. So it's not even like 30 cents in cash. They're going to like PayPal. You know what it might be? It might be people. This is this thing called MTurk, which is an Amazon product, actually, where you get Ah, data. Yes. And what happens is you get these people that might do four, eight, ten of these studies at the same time. Yeah. Where they just kind of, yeah, I'll take that 20p and I'll take that 15p. And before you know it, you're making a couple dollars an hour and you're not really doing any of the studies. It's the problem. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on Facebook. Wink, wink, nod, nod. You know? <laughs> Can I get my 30p now? <laughs> get my. Oh, man. This was like, that was, that was that probably hurts. as much as like this study was Let kind of. Let me ask you like, another question. It was, because the, the study itself is like, yo, people. Stop spending so much time on these social media because it's ha- it's having a negative effect on your quality of life. And as sad as that messaging was, someone doing this study for thirty cents <laughs> was the saddest thing. Is that what took your breath? That away? really hit me hard, yes, man. Yes, I'm yes. like thirty cents. Oh my god, that is just so funny. I also really like thinking about the person who's like, "Why well, was going to spend that time on Facebook anyway?" <laughs> So now, now who's laughing now, bitches? (laughs) (laughs) Who's got 30p? Who's up? That's one dime. And who's up? (laughs) (laughs) That's one dime and four nickels that I didn't have before I started. (laughs) Oh, Oh, 
god dear. Oh, we we've like we've tipped the half an hour mark, Dan. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bounce. We're gonna have to bounce like so. Like the idea behind um study two, does Facebook dampen one's mood or does a bad mood encourage Facebook activity? So there's there's no real like kind of like tight conclusion to this, but the idea behind it is that Facebook will dampen your mood because they isolated people who were just doing regular internet browsing and they isolated people who were doing nothing and they isolated people who spent that 20 minutes on Facebook. And when they then uh, surveyed them about whether they felt that time was like meaningful and how they felt after, the people who spent time on Facebook came out measurably worse. Yes, less good moods. And also less felt meaning. They, they, they were likely to say that it was wasted time, um, that it, uh, that it was not meaningful and things like this. And just to give you a sense of that, people who were just told to go browse on a one to seven point scale said it was a 4.47, almost a 4.5 in terms of like, yeah, it's pretty meaningful to go browse. I'm picking the stuff I want to. People on Facebook were at a 2.9. So that's actually kind of a substantial difference in terms of how it felt to go and spend 20 minutes on Facebook uh, as opposed to just, say, general internet browsing. And, I, you know, those numbers are kind and of you know what they mean by general internet browsing. The people who are like, wait a minute, they ain't got no adult, there's no adult lock on this? It's just, you're going to let me do anything on the internet right. for 20 minutes? I'm going in. <laughs> Was this fiber optic broadband? Okay, <laughs> I brought my own supplies. You guys will know when I'm done. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> the little, what's the little mode where like it doesn't collect any cookies or anything? Oh, it's like, like uh, I use Chrome. I think in Chrome it's like is it incognito <laughs> yeah, mode yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah? So can I do look at me that pretending in, like in I'm not Chrome. very familiar? <laughs> Is it, um, is it? Is that the one where the guy wears those glasses? Hey, they make that guy look super creepy as well, man. Like, he could not look. Like, do they customize that to me because I'm a male? Is that, is that why they made that guy look so bad? Oh, uh, that is a question, actually, uh, for our, for our female listeners. I'm not sure what's the correct term. Is it female or women? I, one of them's offensive, apparently. Um, but that incognito oh, private browser logo, is that threatening? Because Dan and I, we very much identify with it. We think we've come home. Yeah, we're like, oh, cool, man. That's my man. That's that's my boy. (laughs) You know what I came for. (laughs) It's the doorman. It's the doorman at your favorite pub. It's like back again, Dan. The usual, is it? Oh dear! Oh, you know what? Study free, study free. We, we kind of, we, we kind of covered studied free. Study free is this though. idea of how we wrongly anticipate how that time spent is going to make us feel. We, let, let's wrap this up because honestly, I feel like we've dug such a hole for ourselves already. Goodbye, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your lives. <laughs> <laughs>